You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John and Pemba and James Grande. What's going on, Ivy Nation? John and Pemba here with James Grande. Welcome back into the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast and live stream here for Friday's 14-game main slate. And James... We are back to the DraftKings slate. We had a one-stop day over on FanDuel. For those of you that enjoyed that, we appreciate you. But we are going back to FanDuel. If you have any, or going back to DraftKings, if you have any FanDuel questions and you're part of the Fantasy Alarm family, get in our Discord. We are more than happy to answer those FanDuel questions for you. But DraftKings is where I feel like the majority play. Uh, especially those who follow us and uh, we kind of, you know, we dabble everywhere. So why not go back to what seems to be at least the most popular for now? 14 games. We got a lot to get into here. Yeah, 14 games, no cores, some really good spots for offenses when you go down and look at some of the pitchers on the mound. Some really good pitchers on the slate too in in pretty good spots in their own regard. So it should be a fun slate. 14 games, a lot of games. But we'll break it down for you and, uh, you know, shorten your player pool. Because, again, like some of these games, like you can eliminate teams like Oakland. You can eliminate teams like, you know. Yeah, we'll get to uh, it. We'll get to it. We got Oakland on the top on this slate because Garrett Cole is $10,700 as your top priced pitcher. Again, we've been targeting this Oakland team since they've you know literally given up. That said, you know, a rough outing last time out for Cole. He had a rough outing against Seattle a handful of starts ago. Rough outing against Kansas City to start before that. In between there, Seattle and Tampa Bay, decent outing. So which Garrett Cole do we think is showing up? My guess is the good one when it comes to going up against Oakland. The only guy above $10,000, Chris Bassett, is at home against Colorado. Lance McCullers is at home against Baltimore. Spencer Strider on the road against St. Louis. And Joe Musgrove on the road against Kansas City. Bieber on the road against Seattle. A lot of road pitchers for the top price guys here. Does that bother you at all? No. No and yes, I guess. Like, like Cole on the road doesn't bother me considering how good of a pitcher's park it is. Right. Strider, up, honestly, upgrade in pitcher, uh, upgrade in park for pitchers going to St. Louis. Tougher um, lineup, but... Tougher lineup, but a better park. Bieber, good park to pitch in. Musgrove, probably neutral, maybe a little worse, sure. but it's a good offense, or it's a good offense to attack. So I think there's, I don't, not particularly on this slate. I'm sure on a different slate it would, but... Not so much right now. So we're obviously of this group. Is there anybody that you wouldn't pitch? I mean, obviously, I like the top three. I know yep. we talked Baltimore, right, last night. They've been hitting right-handed pitching a little bit better. It took them a while, but they did eventually get to Lynn and ended up taking the win in a walk-off fashion against the White Sox tonight. But, you know, McCullers did struggle against Atlanta, better against Oakland, now against Baltimore here at home. You know, Bassett I like against Colorado. We know Cole, but like, how are you feeling about sort of that grouping? Anybody that you do like more than the others? I mean, Cole, right right off the bat, I think he's the guy. I know, again, he hasn't been that guy. I recognize that. He has not. But when he's going good, he's very dominant. Oakland has been absolutely dreadful. Every pitcher under the sun has been good against them. I don't expect it to change just given who they have. Right. Like, there's – it's just – is what it is right now for Oakland. I do like Bassett quite a bit. We were talking about it last night with DeGrom, and I get it. DeGrom is a different animal than Chris Bassett, but Colorado just doesn't hit right-handed pitching, and they just don't yeah. do well really outside of course. So yeah. I really Bassett like Bassett. At home this year, too. 2.55 ERA, averaging 21.5 DraftKings points yep. uh, on the year. So. Yeah, it's a really good pitcher's environment yep. in City Field. And oh, I like McCullers. I don't like him as much as the other two. I love the pitch count already being where it is. Two starts into his 
campaign. I like the strikeouts, honestly. 11 innings, 11 strikeouts. Don't like the walks. That's obviously a little concerning. You know, this is a good park for Baltimore, I think, in terms of like for in terms of their power, because we talked about it last night when we were talking about Mancini, like in similar fashion, like the park upgrade would have helped Mancini. And now we're seeing the, you know, the fruits of that now that he's in Houston. Well, you know, this uh, powerful team that's kind of like taking a step back in power because their park stinks now traveling to a good park, like scary. And, And, you know, Lance Lynn had a field day against him today and was a very big time scorer in fantasy points. So like, Say, I'll say the same thing again I said last night. I see both sides of the coin. Sure. I can see myself playing McCullers. I can also see myself staying away and playing some Baltimore. Yes, yeah. again, I'm not really an on-strider here against St. Louis. Musgrove against Kansas City is certainly a bit appealing. I know he's struggled lately as well. Good start last time out against Washington. Hit up a little bit against Miami. Obviously, a home against the Colorado. They got to him. He's got a, a 4.65 ERA over his last 10. But this should be a spot where I would expect him to bounce back a bit. Yeah, Strider, tough to use. Musgrove, Bieber. Do you have a preference of the two? Uh, not really. Maybe Musgrove. I think Kansas City's lineup's a little bit worse. Yeah, and remember when they used to not strike out? Remember when that was a thing earlier in the year? Yeah, they backed the striking out a lot. Yeah, yeah six, sixth highest strikeout rate in August against right-handed pitching. Yeah, you get a younger lineup in there. They swing and miss a little bit more, so. Yeah, makes sense. Under 8K. I'm sorry, under 9K. Detmers? on the road against Toronto, probably not going to run. Nope. Peralta home against the Cubs kind of appealing. We talked a lot. Milwaukee, just much better team when they're at home. Yep. Waka at home against Tampa Bay, a little revenge. Waka himself has pitched really well since returning. Back-to-back shutout outings for Michael yep. Waka. So $8,500 against Tampa Bay, looking pretty good there. Cueto's at home against Arizona. Alex Woods on the road against Minnesota. And Logan Gilbert's down to $8,100 against... I think Peralta is the one guy that stands out the most to me in this tier. The Cubs offense just looks so bad. In a spot Thursday that they... Huh? He just faced them. Six innings, two earned runs, five strikeouts. Yeah, and they just had such a good spot against Dakota Hudson. Dakota Hudson goes eight innings, two runs against them. Only Ian Happ was the only damage all day. You know, they're not necessarily striking out all that much, 22.8%. They've been kind of league average against right-handed pitching, but like the large sample against pitching is just this Cubs offense is just not doing it. And Freddie Peralta has looked good since returning. Pitch counts back up. I don't hate Waka. Tampa Bay's offense kind of clicking right now too. Yeah, that's a little scary. So I think tournaments only. Hogan Gilbert being eighty-one hundred is crazy. Cueto's been really good lately. Cueto has doesn't been- strike out a lot of guys, but. He's pitching deep in the games. Eight innings or more in three of the last four. Almost threw a complete game shutout against Cleveland. Eight and two-thirds. They took him out of that game there. But, you know, no strikeouts, but still being productive. It's always scary playing someone who doesn't strike people out. But, like, if he's getting outs, he's getting outs, right? Like, I think the difference for me is, like, we were talking about this similar thing with, like, James Caprillion earlier in the year, right? He was going, like, six innings, but he was striking out one. Yeah. Like, Quato's going eight innings. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, I don't hate that either. Arizona doesn't strike out either. They have like the lowest strikeout rate against right-handed That's pitching. That's a good point. So. Uh, Justin Steele against Milwaukee. Just start six innings, two hits allowed, no earned runs, mm-hmm. nine strikeouts. As we've talked to him, Milwaukee is a little bit better at home. That said, he did face them in Milwaukee earlier and had another strong start there. Six and two-thirds, just one earned run, nine strikeouts. So, 
We talked lefties against Milwaukee, high strikeout rate. Justin Steele pitching really well. I know it's up against Freddie Peralta. You like him on the other side of that coin, but if we're looking to spend down a little bit on a big slate, I mean, Steele's really showing some nice upside. Over 20 fantasy points in three of four. The one he didn't, he still had 19. So. I mean, has there been like a more under the radar 214 ERA over a 10 start span yeah. than Justin Steele? Like, that's really freaking good, man. Like, 214 in a 10 start span, that's elite. To be honest, he's only given up two home runs over that span, too. Like, there's just – there's not a lot of power. 67 strikeouts and 54 – Or four, four home runs, sorry. Yeah, 67 strikeouts, right. I mean, I, like you said, yes, Milwaukee has been better at home. This is – get this, six – this will be his sixth start against Milwaukee this year. Really? Okay, there we go. Yeah, I just clicked on he that. He is – he has 33 strikeouts in 25 and two-thirds innings. A 210 ERA averaging almost 20 fantasy points a game. Like, that is, pretty that is a great sample and a great SP2 at yeah. 76. He had one bad start in Milwaukee, three innings, seven hits, four four runs, three earned, or two earned, just four strikeouts. But other than that, yeah, he's been pretty he's been pretty strong against them this year. But we've talked about lefties against Milwaukee, yeah. right? Right now, 31 31.7% strikeout rate against lefties this month. Yeah, I like it. San Francisco has been a team that we've been kind of targeting with strikeouts. I don't know what your thoughts are on Joe Ryan. Three of his last four starts have been serviceable. 28, 19, and 19 got lit up by the Dodgers in, in LA, but back home, right? And yep. home games for him this year, 295 ERA. What are your thoughts here on Joe Ryan? I like him. I think he's super consistent, and like you said, San Francisco's offense is not one, especially against, you know, I think we look at them more when it's a lefty on the mound. San Francisco this month against right-handed pitching, 22nd OPS. They're, I guess they're a little better in the power department. I th- all, all of their runs are coming in the power department. They're like ninth in ISO, sure. but 22nd in Woba, or 23rd in Woba, 22nd in OPS. They're exploitable, so as long as Joe Ryan keeps the ball in the yard. He's going to be very serviceable here. Any value for you? 7K or under? Ooh, I mean, I really like the Tommy Henry, the player, but it's a tough spot yeah. against the White Sox. So, I, yeah, I got somebody. And I think he's making his major league debut, Cade Cavale. He was a consensus top, like, 50 prospect across all platforms, baseball prospectus, baseball America, all of it, MLB.com. He has a bunch of strikeouts in the minor leagues. 104, 104 strikeouts in 97 innings. He's pitched at 370 area in AAA this year. He's pitched at three different ranks, too. He's right. started at A ball. I mean, this is a guy a lot of people are excited about, and he gets a bad team yeah, on the road. You know, yeah. I look, we have done this, right? Brian Bayo wasn't great to yeah. start. We've had a couple pitchers this year just not do it when they first get called up. But for like, unfortunately for them, they were never facing like the Cincinnati Reds for their True. debuts. So, yeah, I, mean, I think listen, 14 games, if you're trying to play up for Cole and pay up for some of these other bats, I mean, right. Cavale probably helps you get there. So right. uh, I'm with you there. Uh, I, I got no other value. Though. I don't know if you wanted to throw any honorable mentions out there. I mean, I'm looking Glenn Otto. But he gets, yeah, he gets Detroit. Like, he's allowed two earned or less in four straight starts. So maybe there's some upside there, right? Maybe we're seeing signs of life. That's fine. At home for a win. But other than that, no thanks. A catcher. 
Something we didn't have to deal with yesterday, today. I know. Let's. What do we? Well, hold on. Can we talk about this? Can we go back to Fanduel? Like, are we? You know. I don't really want. No, I don't really want to talk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kirk at forty-four against Detmers. We're talking about righty lefties potential sure. matchup. I like that. Sure. Let's see. Where else are we going down here? Danny Jansen homer today. If he finds himself in the lineup instead of Kirk, <laughs> yeah, I could go there. Jonah Heim, forty-one hundred. He's been really good against lefties this year. Sure. Darno um, gets Quintana at thirty-four. Yep. We've been playing was... a lot of Darno. Yeah, we have been playing a lot of Darno. And I was going to suggest William Contreras, who's also hit lefties well, but he's $1,100 more. Yeah. And Darno hits like fifth and, again, $1,100 less. So, yeah. If I mean, we like Waka, but if Betancourt's in a lineup at 27, he's been hitting yep. the ball well. Yep. He started today. I don't know what they're doing. If they're just, like, playing guys, like, every other game – I don't really know. Like, they're just like, hey, guys, you guys are both good. You're going to play every other day. But, I mean, Tampa's, whatever they do is correct, so. The last two days I've played a Sebi, was it Zavala? Is that how we're Zavala, going? Zavala, yeah. yeah. Uh, 2200 gets a lefty-righty matchup here against against Henry. We know we like White Sox against lefties. I know you mentioned yep. liking Henry a bit, but uh, not in this spot, as you said. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, Henry's a good prospect, but, like, the White Sox are one of the best teams in baseball against lefties, and it's been that way all year. So I don't they hate Zavala. They Zavala ninth, but as we talk about wraparound, the other day he had like two hits and two – or a hit and three walks. So uh, <laughs> he's not bad. He's hitting 375 with 1,000 OBS over his last 10 games. I mean, yes. not too shabby at all. Trevino would probably be my last mention. He hits lefties extremely well, 3K. Sure. First base then. Let's get this over with here. Otani, Goldschmidt. Up top at 6K, Vladdy at 57, Drury against a lefty at 54. Interesting, and not in San Diego not either. In San Diego. I'm still a little bit confused. Uh, Jose Bray is 4K, so yes, they're going to be. Oh, we're going super... to lose money on the White Sox against him, aren't we? There's, John, there's, there's every really time this happens, it's every single time. You can't help. Let's just. I, no, I can't. I don't blame you for it. Like, you know, are they, where are we? Oh, they're in Chicago too. Yeah. Chicago's been, so on fantasyalarm.com, if you go over to the ballpark track. So Chicago, as I scroll. Because you're hitting 459, by the way, his last 10 games. So. That's quite good. If you had to guess, you know, on a runs per game basis, where guaranteed park, guaranteed rate park ranked, what would you guess? Seventh. Fourth. So complete hitter's environment against the lefty yeah. where we know the White Sox thrive. Looking at the splits, Tommy Henry, three oh, there, there's just not a lot of like yeah, good numbers against him. Yeah, and not a lot of good stuff against him. But again, it's a very small sample. Jose Abreu, 314, 406 Woba against left-handed pitching yeah. this year. Miranda gets the lefty matchup. We've talked about him. The power yep. there is against left-handed pitching. He's at 4K. Let's see. Lowe gets a lefty, so we can't go back to our boy Nathaniel, unfortunately. Vogelbach gets cool at 3,800. Vaughn off, hit leadoff today and let off with a home run. He's $3,600. Yep. Thankfully, and thankfully, multi-position eligibility once again. Field again. Thank, thankful for that. Anybody else for you? Anybody that you like here? Honestly... Not really. Pujols is no. tough, but I don't know if we're going to go back to that. Yeah, and, like, I know he's been great, but, like... Tougher spot. Uh, yeah, maybe Michael Chavis, 2K, with a belly falter on the mound. They got a lefty there. Yeah. Actually, you know what? We might want a belly falter, 6,700, John. Strikeouts, you think? <laughs> yeah. He's been really good in back-to-back -back starts. 
one being against Pittsburgh. It was before he got, then he got sent down. Then he got called up against the Mets. Six runs or six innings, one run against the Mets. He last faced time. the Pirates already. Six innings, two yep. runs, eight strikeouts. Yep. So maybe I retract. We retract our like you no value comment, and you play. Yeah, and play barely falter. Yeah, yep. Falter and falter and Cavani. So, yep. All right, I can swing it. So again, we like the top three first baseman here. I think maybe less Guerrero, more Otani. Yep. Mid-tier guys that we're in on. Brayu, Miranda, and for value, we're in on Vaughn. For sure. And let's see, anybody else down here? Do we mention Pools? I don't... Maybe a dark throw, but... I mean, like, if you want to play, like, Will Myers as a first baseman, sure. he's been, like, decent, but, like, look at the upside. There's been none. Yeah, I agree with you. One home run. Castle at 4K. Yeah, yeah. Castle at 4K. Yeah, Wait, where's Mancini? In, against Baltimore. 3,900. Oh, he's outfield only now. Bigger okay. slate, they changed his position on us. So. Okay. Uh, sure. Second base. Altuve's at 54. Rojas at 53. Brennan Rogers at 52. Semyon's at 51. Marte's at 5K. Altuve. Yeah, the Bradish splits. The Bradish splits have been righty. Yeah. He's been a reverse splits guy this year, I think. Bradish, 357 average to righties. 1,000 OPS, 436 Woba. To right hand bats. So no one's going to play Jimenez. They never do, but I still don't nope. mind it. Nope. And Gilbert, listen, I I like Logan Gilbert, the pitcher, but Logan Gilbert has not been no. that great this year. He has not taken the leap that I think. He had a stretch, but he's he did really, have a stretch. It feels like he's regressed a bit. 5 2 7 ERA over his last 10 games. Yep. For Logan Gilbert. Oh, control problems. Didn't walk anybody last time out, but has been putting some guys free passes. So Jimenez can steal, he's got some power. And the last couple of times I've played him, he's been like 3%. So <laughs> I'm down using that as sort of as a pivot play if you want to go in that direction mid-tier. I know you've been playing a lot of Jeff McNeil lately. Yeah, man. I mean, he just hits baseballs. And Chad Cool's, like, I don't know if they're, like, could you... matter. Do, Von Grissom's still under $3,000. Yeah, it doesn't. It ultimately does not matter. That's yeah. correct. I don't think you can win a tournament with Jeff McNeil. Right, like there's he'll just... need like multiple bases clearing doubles. Yeah, I don't know if there's like winning upside, but like cash games perfectly fine, and you could place really well in a tournament with Jeff McNeil. You might win a tournament with Jeff McNeil. He's not like going to be the, the guy that... with McNeil as I do Segura and like Gleyber. I think they're all sort of like similar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think. Glaber, because they're in Oakland more so, he hits lefties really well. He has this year at least. So, And I think there's just more power with Glaber. At least that's what he's shown this year. But in that park, it's not the greatest. But I say that, and they have 10 runs in five innings tonight. So, And like I said, Grissom's at 27. Yeah, that's ultimately... We're just going to play Grissom. Third base. Machado, Devers, Ramirez. Arnado's day-to-day. Riley's at 54. Bregman's at 48. Like, loaded first base position as always. How are you picking between the group? I mean, I don't... It's loaded, but like... Machado, 6,100? I don't know. I don't think I can get there. Devers has not been the same guy. Nope. And same could be said, really, for the whole Red Sox offense. Except for tonight against Kevin Gaussman. Don't open up, you know, yeah. don't lick the open wounds. So are we just going to go back to Bregman, then? Just go it's back probably to Bregman. Bregman. The righty splits are on both sides. Yeah. He's been better against righties. Bradish has been significantly worse against right-handed bats. So, yeah, it's probably going back to Bregman. Yep. Um, and, yeah, probably true. Probably just Bregman to 48. 
again, we I don't mind certain stacks. If you want to throw Riley out there, like we we just like yep. we stand for Austin Riley, so it works. Mid tier range. They sat Bohm today. He's got Wilson at forty three. Yeah, I mean that's a great spot. Yeah, Lemay Philly back in. We didn't really mention any Philly guy until now, but like they're all in play again. It's going to be a popular stack. Yep, yep. Lemayu, if you want to go Yankees at forty six in the mid tier there. Uh, we've talked to Miranda. You've also, yep. and it's come through tonight once again. Josh Donaldson on the road. Yep, Josh uh, Donaldson on the road. Two for three, three runs scored, RBI walk tonight. So I'm telling you, man, the guy just can't hit Yankee Stadium, but he hits everywhere else. Yep. So you could certainly play that at 39. Value Solano if you're not in on Cavalli, right? 3100, yep. we just keep playing him. Yep. Plugging away. Yep. That's it for me, though. Cabrian Hayes off the IL gets a lefty. I know we like Belly Falter, but 3400 for Cabrian Hayes. All he's done is hit lefties. Like, he has not hit anybody else this year. So I would play that. Okay. But... That's, I'll probably find myself playing Miranda at 4K here if I'm not playing yep, Bregman. Probably. I would probably also have tournament lineups with Donaldson. Because I think the Yankees are pr- pretty fairly priced everywhere. And they get a matchup against a guy they traded in J.P. Sears. Who, you know, he's been good. He's been but good he, them, yeah. he does not miss bats. Like, he does not miss bats. And that's really scary against the Yankees lineup that, like, you know, stand back, so, you know, can be good, right? Get stand back, and they have ten runs. Like I don't, is that a coincidence? I don't know, but everybody in the lineup has a hit. They have ten runs. Yep. Uh, so. Shortstop. Seager's at the very top at fifty-seven. Lindor's at fifty-six. Swanson against a lefty at fifty-three. Correa against a lefty at five K. Bobachet had a okay night tonight. Forty-nine hundred dollars against Detmers. Thoughts on that grouping? Bo ended up with an elite night because he stole a base. Hey. So he ended up with a much better night than... Hand? Did Toronto win or what? It was 6-5 Toronto in 10. Okay. Seager's too expensive, but I guess if you want to play it... It's he a has power. spot, though, so... He has power against everybody. Yeah. I think he's hit, like, lefties with a lot of power this year. I don't... Do you... Can you see yourself paying no. 56 for Lindor? No. I don't really want to... Also, I feel the same about Swanson, but he's been good. And he has, but I don't think I'm going there. I think Correa's too expensive, too. There's, like, no power there. I like a lot of these top guys, if I'm being No, I think Chet for tournaments, and then... What do you think about Kim against the It's basically, yeah, it's basically Haseon Kim. Yeah. $4,300. $4,300. And then, wait, I mean, it's our boy Bryson Stott. Let's be well, clear. yeah, Stott's there. You know, he's been hitting the ball well. He gets Wilson at 4K. Pena, $3,800 if you want to just keep going back to Houston. Certainly a guy that we can yep. take a, a deeper look at for sure. Yep. Kevin Newman, $3,300. He hits lefties really well. Yeah, just like, again, a, a singles hitter. So He hit a home run last game. Put some respect on his name. Yeah, first home run. Uh, no. <laughs> First home run. Maybe, I mean, maybe Andrews at twenty. I was going to say, White Sox, if you want, if you're building a White Sox stack, maybe Elvis Andrews? Yeah, not bad. He hit the bottom of the lineup today. But could, Edmund Sosa, you uh, you poo-pooed him earlier today, but he had three RBI. She so. stinks. Go to outfield. Right, outfield. Bring out the dancing, bring out the dancing lobsters. Outfield. Where are you going? Judge, 62? <laughs> yeah, Judge, for sure, 62. the day after everybody played him as Chuck. Dude, it is just... He's going to be... This is what the Schwarber. This is Schwarber breakdown. Ready? Yeah. Everyone plays him on Fanduel every slate, so like you never miss, or like you like 
There's just always, but you can never play him on DraftKings because he's this price and he's going to go 0 for 4. You're like, unless you're entering lineups, yeah. So you are, he's going to be extremely affordable and popular on Fandle because Bryce Wilson is terrible. Yeah. And he's going, and he's just going to be under owned and in multi entered lineups on DraftKings. And that's, oh, what do we got? What do we got? Bryce Uh, Harper will be reinstated. Oh, yeah. He's coming back. I forgot. So, and he was he homering twice, uh, yeah, twice in one game, right? I think five for eight with two homers, two doubles. So he had the two home runs in one game, and then there was like an outcry, like, "Why is he yeah. in the minors?" Like, yeah. okay, question then: Does this make us more inclined to play Phillies? Like, just like we've been playing Phillies the last three games, right? And this just, but like this just makes this lineup like so much better. I will certainly be having Bryce Harper shares. Yes. Yep. Okay. For sure. Agreed. Agreed. Harper or Schwarber? Harper. Harper was a monster. Yeah. Like, he was the MVP. And, he was going to be the MVP if right. he didn't hurt himself. So yeah. Back to, uh, yeah, go. he might go back to back. Well, and, until Goldschmidt started using the MJ secret stuff. Yeah, exactly. So that's where I'm, I'm currently at with Harper. Okay. Uh, Springer keeps hitting. $5,400. He gets lefty spot. I'm down there. Uh, I mentioned Stanton if you want to go with it. It's cool. Marte is okay against Kuhn, but not really a spend up. Too expensive for me. Yep. Um, again, trying to outfield in general, I'm in on. Yep. Same with the White Sox. I think we're going to mention – we could just stop it here and just mention – Yeah, Roberts. All four of them. And as if they're out there, Pollock. Uh, Pollock will lead off most likely, and then Vaughn is also outfield eligible. Mm-hmm. So all of them. Yep, yep, yep. They're all definitely in play for sure. Nimmo's 47 if you like the Mets against Cool. Yep. Profire gets a lefty against Bubik. I know we're big, generally big fans of Ganos 45 going back to the Philly well. If you wanted it there, let's see. Value. I will say, we're not going to like attack Shane Bieber with like a lot of players, I suspect. Uh, but Mitch Hanniger is just hitting home runs against everybody right now. So he hits better against righties this year, too. Yeah. So. I, you know, I took Tristan McKenzie deep today. Tristan McKenzie's like a very good pitcher. Righties have been a little better against Bieber this year. Yeah, contrarian, so. obviously. Um, yeah, sure. Very contrarian. Yeah. Jimenez is 39, as we mentioned. Could certainly do that. Mancini, your boy's at 39 against Bradish. Yep. Yep. I think that's probably going to be a probably core-ish, potential yep, love core-ish that. play for us. Riley Green at 35. Verdugo, if that game plays, Boston potentially has some weather there at $3,500. Could find his way into a lineup. You mentioned Pollock's at 34. Now we're in on the White Sox. Let's see. Our boy is three K. Where's our Where's Jake? Three K. Easy. Three thousand dollars against Cueto. He's three seventy five average. He's slow to the mound, to, to the plate. Yep. You know, with his hitch and his delivery, like could easily steal steal a bag there. So yeah, we're in on on McCarthy there for sure. Anybody else? Any value for you? Uh, Fraley twenty seven against Cade yeah. Cavalli. I like Cade Cavalli, but like Fraley's been a monster. Newbar will lead off, but it's against stretch. Yeah, I, that's why I like. Was tentative to go Newt Bar. He's been great. Yeah. I just was a little tentative because, you know, I am a Spencer Strider stan. Yeah. So I probably won't go there, but I completely understand why somebody would. I'd probably just go Fraley instead for $100 less. That's fair. But I don't think there's, I mean, no, Jack Riley gets a lefty. I was going to say, you sick, all you sickos at Fantasy Alarm, you mentioned it on the podcast, Jackie Bradley. Then Vreeland's typing in Discord. Then. I see the, he didn't even play the it. Val- I know it didn't play, but I see the value vault, Jackie Bradley Jr. Then I go over the playbook, Pete Cole at the bottom of the playbook, last player in, Jackie Bradley. I'm like, you yeah. people and your 
Jackie Bradley Jr. He was on fire, but uh, obviously he didn't yeah, on that. fire. Guy has a three-game hitting streak. It's his career best. Hey, Jackie Bradley Jr. used to be one of the streakiest players in baseball. He had like a twenty-one-game <laughs> hitting streak one time. So back in the day. All right, home run. I should just go Bregman. You know what? I'm gonna go with a little revenge narrative, and it's good revenge because Trey Mancini had nothing bad to say about the Baltimore Orioles during his departure. But first game against his old team, it's going to be a lot of emotions against a guy who struggles against right-handed pitching or right-handed hitters. I'm going to go Mancini hits one uh, against his old team. You're leaving me Bryce Harper. I appreciate that. I'm going to go Bryce Harper. (laughs) We're going to go there. You got Mancini. I got Harper. Let's go and now build our lineup. Uh, First question here. Garrett Cole. Okay. Are we going? I, I'm sorry. I, I, it's all, dude, they're just. No, are we going Cavale? Are we going Steel? Are we going Further? How do you feel? Like, what is your opinion? Like, we have attacked both those teams ad nauseum, being Pittsburgh with a lefty, and we've also attacked Milwaukee with a lefty. Falter feels brought... like the best chance to get a win. You brought up the point about Milwaukee better at home. Yeah. Which is playing against steel but he's faced them a million times right. this year and he keeps striking them out there's a lot uh, i think that there's probably more upside with justin steel but bailey falter i mean 22 and 18 fantasy points last two games at 6700 like that would be a and again that I, I, I feel like they're in a really good spot to get him i can't guarantee Same. that cavalli wins that matchup against cincinnati i can't Same. guarantee that steel gets a win against milwaukee and peralta i agree so, i'm gonna go falter i think he's got the better yeah. win equity and that matchup, that leaves us $4,000 per player. I'm going to pump catcher. I don't know if you agree with me or not. With Seve. With Seve, yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think we're going to punt second because we didn't really like the position either. And we're going to well, go we're with not Grissom. punting second. We're playing the best second baseman on the board. Fair. Which, okay. which is Vaughn Grissom. It's a fair point. What is? Can you go to FanDuel real quick and just tell me what they have in price tag? Because he had been the like one of the top price guys in the position. Yep. He is FanDuel... He is thirty four hundred dollars. Yeah, so probably one of the probably one of the top guys there. So yeah, so yeah, we're punting catcher with Sebi. We're gonna go Von Grissom because he's really good at twenty seven hundred dollars. That gives us forty six hundred a position. You want to play Mancini, I imagine here your home run call, right? Yeah, I, if I think there's a mini stack there with Mancini Bregman. I'm gonna right. log, I'm gonna play my home run call on Harper. Bryce. Okay. Okay, that still gives us forty five hundred dollars a play. You want to go Bregman at forty eight? I'm down. I think we're gonna agree about Jose Abreu at Jose first Abreu too. First I don't base. think that's I don't think that's like that wasn't an argument at all. And we're no. still under the forty four hundred dollar player, which is where we're at. So we have forty six five for a shortstop, and Alfred, we needed all of the top shortstops. Bryson Stott to go with the stack, right? A little. It's little either Stott or. Sticking with a White Sox theme going Andrews, but I think Stott is the I think Stott's the play here. Okay, if we go Stott, we get Lewis Robert for 5k. So we get our three-man White Sox, two-man Astros. Two-man Philly, and a one-off on Grissom because he's the best player on the board. I mean, again, it's like Von Grissom has been in, I feel like, more winning lineups than he hasn't been since being called It up. makes no <laughs> sense that he's as cheap as he is. It does. No, it makes sense. No, right. Football's coming up. Right. 378, 924 batting average the last 10 games. Sure, he went over 5 against Pittsburgh yesterday. Big whoop. 13 points, 5 points, 10 points, 17. He's under $3,000. So, yeah. So, final lineup with $300 left over. Uh, If we need to make any adjustments, obviously we will. Garrett Cole, Bailey Falter at pitcher. Zebby Savala, 
at catcher, punting at 2,200. Jose Abreu at 4K. Uh, Vaughn Grissom at 27 at second base. Alex Bregman at 48 at third base. Bryson Stott at 4K at shortstop. Trey Mancini at $3,900 in the outfield. Bryce Harper at $5,700 in the outfield. And Lewis Robert at 5K in your outfield. That is your lineup for the live stream podcast. We've had some decent success when we haven't had to change it. The last two days, guys have been ruled out. We had to change it. When we've been able to stick with the one lineup we've made here, we've had success. So I'm going to go ahead and assume we're going to be locked in here. For those of you watching, make sure you check out the MLB DFS playbook that comes out. Justin Reeland's on that for Friday. You get access to our premium Discord as well. As long as you are a member of the Fantasy Alarm, as we've mentioned plenty of times before, we have a fantastic offer going on right now. You can click the link in the description of this YouTube video. 50% off the first six months of action here for all of our DFS content. Takes you through the NFL season. It's like $19.99 a month, something like that. 50% off the first six months. Use promo code NFL Pro. So make sure you go ahead. Sorry, NFL 50. Promo code NFL 50. Uh, make sure you check that out. We got everything coming down for you. Last year we had a millionaire, by the way, for the NFL season back in week three. So named Mike. Yeah, millionaire Mike. It is true. And we had a lot of other winners there as well. But it's right. always nice to tout a million winner. So you gotta go there. NFL 50 is a promo. Our All Pro Access Package. You can get it again in the link in the dis- in the description here. And it gives you access to our premium Discord, access to all of our DFS content, not just baseball, not just the NFL, NBA starting up, NHL starting up. We have NASCAR written by the three-time NASCAR Writer of the Year. PGA is coming to an end, but it starts up again in like three weeks, the new season. So we got PGA, DFS as well. We got eSports, DFS, you name it, we cover it. So I definitely got to be part of the family as we head into the upcoming seasons. James, any final words of thought for people listening? No, John, other than happy Friday. And we'll be back with these videos next week on Monday. And I hope everyone has a great and safe and amazing weekend with the families and the friends and, you know, everyone else. Yep. All right. We'll catch you guys later.